Chapter 49 Ilse had changed quite a lot over the past five months. She was just like all the others, skin glistening of sweat, hair matted and greasy, and a little bit of dirt spotted on her arms and legs. She was slowly getting used to the idea of working for a certain part of the day and getting broken blocks of time to sleep. She looked forward to the early morning rays of sunshine as the light played off the water like small specks of diamonds. Her fellow shipmates, Bear, Fox, Wren, and Ape, were her closest friends, and they always greeted her like a kid sister. She even felt comfortable around the rest of the crew, and they began nodding politely to her as she passed. Ilse was referred now as Cat, and got used to it. She managed to get along with the crew by moving from job to job to help, which earned her immediate admiration. She still had anger and hatred towards the captain. The best part of this whole trek was that no matter the moon's phases, Ilse couldn't feel the animan influence in her. She had long since discovered that magical abilities were muted on the ship somehow. Traditional beatings were used to subordinate any smartasses on board. It gave her freedom from the curse she was still adjusting to. Ilse, however, found that the company of prisoners in her room to be torture as well. She groaned with displeasure when her shift ended, because she knew who she would have to put up with soon after. They were never allowed to leave the room. Well, they were too scared to attempt to leave, but they were always bored in the meantime. When she would enter, she would be bombarded with complaints, accusations, and loads of questions. They argued constantly. They were outraged that Ilse was working all day and out and about in the sunshine and fresh air, while they were kept in the dark with nothing to do but simply squint at each other. Ilse quickly reminded them that there were scores of Yildirim up on deck. None of the girls ever really accepted her explanations or excuses. Since she didn't know why they were there, she didn't feel the need to completely confide in them. To her, it was ironic that she trusted just about every other member of the crew, the working ones anyway, more than the girls, or Reuben's use for them. It seemed like a rather ordinary day when Ilse noticed a change in their course of direction. The men working with the sails were ordered to change the angles and to catch another gust of wind. Rubens was barking orders and steering the ship more to the west than east, their general direction before. "'What's going on?' Ilse asked Wren. He looked over at her while she made an effort to give Rubens a dirty look. Wren could sense her general concern when she turned to look at him. Her eyes were bright and determined, waiting for his reply. "'From what I'm hearing, it sounds like we're heading for shore,' he said." For a pretty long break. Ilse blinked a few times. He could sense her hesitation upon asking why. Why are we heading to shore? Ilse asked, hiding her concern. Bear, Fox, and Ape soon overheard her question and joined the conversation. Picking up some more rebels and prisoners, I suppose, Fox said with a shrug. Isn't that what we do all the time? Ilse snorted at the response and folded her arms in contempt. They've done that a few times since she's been aboard. She knew this because for the duration, she would be barricaded in her room. The ship has room for only so many prisoners, Wren said, daring to glance at Ilse. Ilse's thoughts turned to the other hostages in her room. They don't even know why they're in this ship, she thought. She shook her head in disgust. Well, in a way, that's a good thing for Cat, Bear said, clamping his meaty and grimy hand on her shoulder. I was a bit worried about you. Most of the time when they think they've got themselves a girl, we head east, Bear said, pointing towards east. But I guess that they ain't so sure. Ilse felt a bit of guilt, knowing that she had only told Wren of her true identity. 
She didn't want to tell any more people about herself and her past, and no one felt eager to share theirs. Her friends were like the older siblings she never had, but she felt much safer in their ignorance. Besides, they didn't care. They still stood up for her and watched over her like a sister. No matter if she was a number one hostage or a random girl on the street, they didn't want anything bad to happen to her. Will they let me go? Ilse asked. The men shrugged sheepishly. We haven't been a letting go nobody yet, Fox said, looking at his feet. Not like we'd let anything happen to you first. Hey, Ilya Ilderim called, obviously of a higher rank. I don't stand here to watch you run in your mouth. The group looked back to see the man who owned the commanding voice and grumbled as their conversation soon disintegrated. The group dispersed to continue on with their labor. Ilse knelt down to take her place next to Ren. He looked over at her and he noticed that Ilse was moving faster and harder than her normal pace. Her face shone with sweat, but she didn't care. Her exhaling breath was fast-paced. She was pretending to be hard at work, but wheels were turning in her head. Something was on her mind. Ilse, you seem so excited. What are you thinking about? Ren said with a grin, placing an arm on her shoulder as if to stop her from vibrating. No need to be extra excited about our chores. She looked at him with a small grin and fire burning in her eyes. She leaned over and whispered, Land, Ren. Land means escape and revenge. What? Ren exclaimed. Ren looked at her, wide-eyed with surprise. Are you out of your mind? Ren, I know it sounds crazy and impossible, but I've got to. Ilse said in a breathless whisper, Rubens has been playing mind tricks with me this whole time, and it's time to show him that he won't break me. And how exactly are you going to do that? Ren said with a look of worry on his face. I don't particularly respect Rubens and his authority, but this could end badly. I don't think you want a bigger bullseye on your back, but if you aren't careful, you can get killed or put any of us at risk in the process. Ren, I need your help. You know this ship better than I do, Ilse said, looking at him with sheer determination shining in her eyes. Her lips were drawn together in a firm line, her jaw set. They locked eye contact for what seemed like a long minute when Ren looked away. A small grin settled on his face. How could I resist such authority of a lady? He murmured quietly as Ilse smiled dryly. You must understand, Ren began. A lot of us are willing to help you. I hope you know that. We'll do it out of friendship and all, but we want out too. I want to get off this ship just as much as you do. Is that why you're friends with me? Ilse asked, arching an eyebrow. I know that I'm probably your best chance of ever getting back to Ravenna. Because of your elite powers? Ren asked. I don't understand. Ilse sighed. Because of Swift, I was able to pass through the wall myself. Ren whistled. I had no idea. But like I said, these men would die for you. At least, I speak for myself. If you want to do this plan carefully. I hope you know I wasn't planning on leaving on my own. Ilse said, catching Ren by surprise again. What do you mean? Ren asked. Ilse stopped scrubbing for a moment and gazed up to look in the direction of Reuben's captain chamber. He stood with his hands behind his back, gazing out at sea. He looked down at where she worked for but a moment with sheer disgust in his face. Ilse stared hard back at him for a moment and turned to face Ren. We've got a few weeks to make this happen. I want to see the look on Reuben's face when not only I escape, but every other prisoner on board with me.